on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the real Let's say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality That was probably the best That's one. what I'm talking about Fuck. right there That's what I'm talking about you know, it just gets me in the groove to do it. When I hit it right, yeah. when I hit it just right, dude, it just gets me in the groove, bro. That's, that's me with everything. Oh, is it? When I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Uh, hey, by the way, I want to put the show out today. All right? So uh, we forgot to record a show yesterday for these guys, so I'd like to hustle up and get this out, at least on the audio right away. Now. Uh, before I get into it, this is going to be, uh, one of you guys sent in a really good suggestion. I think we're going to call the show Q and AF. I kind of like it. So, and uh, for, for you that sent it in, um, I can't remember who said it, but it was, it was good. You know who you are. You know who you are. And I love you a lot. <laughs> so here's the thing, guys. Uh, today, I'm going to do three questions. This is what this little episode is going to be about. Um, so if you have questions, DJ. Where do they send them? You can email your questions at askandy at andyforsella.com. You can send those in um, and we will review those. Yeah. And keep them short and to the point. Like don't, you know, if it's a 15 paragraph thing, we're probably not even going to answer it at all. So yeah. keep it short to the point. We're getting a lot of questions. So the easier we can identify the questions, uh, the more likely we'll be able to answer it on the show. Uh, now, as a reminder, we don't have a fee for the show. I don't run ads on the show. I don't run ads for the show. So what I would ask is that if you learned something, if this made you think, if it gave you a good perspective, uh, share the show, okay? Tell your friends when it comes up about who's putting out uh, good content or the things you're listening to, uh, just give us a little shout, man, and, and give us a little love. We've grown our show and remain at the very top of the uh, of the charts, and we, we do it completely organically, which is how I like to do things. If we do good, uh, you guys do good for us. If we don't do good, fucking don't tell anybody about it. I don't give a shit. Like that's that's a fair trade. I'm 100% okay with it. So um, so what do we got today, man? Dude, you guys got, uh, you know how it goes. You got three questions. I'm going to ask you some questions and, uh, and and see what your take is on it. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. one, one question I had outside of these three though, man, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh, uh, man. You know, um, you know, I woke up yesterday, man, uh, like everybody did. You know, it, it reminded, honestly, like, I don't even, <clears throat> dude, I was so mad yesterday and so upset uh, when I saw the video of, you know, that we all saw of the airplane leaving and, and, and uh, you know, people falling off of the airplane. Uh, It was just a, it was a hard thing for, for me to absorb. Um, and, and it wasn't just about the people there. It was, it was about the people here. And I think part of the reason why I was getting so angry and why I didn't really say anything about it, um, was, was because it, it really bothers me that there's people in this country, like I've said multiple times on the show, bro, um, who, who from an iPhone, you know, that costs, a thousand bucks, right? Uh, or their, or their computer. That's, I mean, how much is that computer? 2,500 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like we have all these 
luxuries. You know, we, we in America, you know, most of us have homes and most of us have cars and most of us have, uh, you know, creature comforts and, and we're able to get food easily and, and clean water easily. And we don't have to worry about someone, you know, coming to our front door and pulling us out on the sidewalk and cutting our heads off. Right. Like, and, and to see people here burn our flag. Right. And, and, and talk about how terrible this country is and how oppressed this country is. And then to see something like that, um, you know, it, it just made, it just made me super angry, bro. Um, we, we've lost our way here in America in terms of understanding what what we actually have. And that goes for all of us. You know, uh, we argue over the most trivial shit. You know, we're arguing over. Uh, I saw one of the one of the, you know, yesterday they're showing this video of the airplane going and people falling off of it. And all of these people trying to flee who are so fucking scared that. They're willing to hang on to the outside of a fucking airplane, bro. Yeah. Like, and then today, you know, the first thing that I see is Fox News putting up a a fucking graphic talking about how we should be saying chest feeding instead of breastfeeding. Right. And, you know, to even argue about something like that shows you how privileged all of this country is. And it ain't white privilege. It's fucking American privilege. Yeah. Okay. And- it made me angry, bro. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't say anything yesterday because I don't know that I could have said anything productive. Um, I'm not sure that I could still say anything productive other than you guys have to realize that people are not coming to save you. They're not coming to save us. They're not coming to fix this. No politician is fighting for this. Um, and it's going to be up to us to handle these battles. And, you know, like I said on my Instagram story today, we're divided, you know, we're, 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 we're delusioned. We're, we're, we're apathetic. Um, people are arguing over whose fault this is, you know, like the first thing people are doing are saying, well, fucking Trump said he was going to come out in May and Biden waited till this look, motherfucker. Um, just because the pool I built in my backyard isn't done, uh, when I wanted it to be done on June 1st, and it happens to be August 1st and there's still no water in the pool. I don't jump head first in the motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's pretty stupid. And so, you know, seeing what they did to these people, it's very concerning to me because, you know, while the whole entire world is now saying, you know, save the refugees and all the social influencers who have virtue signaled for the last fucking two years about all this shit who didn't even know what was going on in Afghanistan are now saying, you know, bring all these refugees here. But like, bro, you, you don't actually know that those people, who those people are, what they believe, what they're about. You have no idea. You know, the reason that we, we had trouble in Afghanistan, the reason we weren't able to do anything there is because it has thousands of years of history. These these people, you cannot tell the difference between who was Taliban and who was a regular Afghan person trying to help because the Taliban people, one of their tactics was to pretend like they were good, get the information from our soldiers, and then send that information back to get these guys killed. And so we we really, and, and they would interrogate these guys to, to get them to work with us. 
and we don't have any idea. And, and, and we have all these people who don't know anything about anything calling for these people to come to our country. And if you say anything against it, you don't care about people. No, I do care about people. I care a lot about our fucking people first. Right. Okay. Because I don't want to, we have a very dangerous situation with this open borders happening right now, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, these people can come right across. Um, we just gave them billions of dollars of weapons and technology and all kinds of things. Uh, <clears throat> they're meeting with China. Like there's a bigger picture at play here than what they want you to care about. And it's disturbing because, you know, <laughs> people are jumping in saying, oh, we welcome, like I saw the Utah governor already put out a thing. We're standing ready to welcome refugees. H- how do you know what those people are about, bro? Right. And by the way, what do, even if they are the innocent people of Afghanistan, Biden, in his address yesterday, blamed them for losing the battle. For letting it happen, yeah. So, so, what do you think these people actually feel about America? And now you want to bring them here? I don't disagree that the people who actually helped our country and our soldiers, the translators and the fighters and the people who risked their lives legitimately, firsthand, should be protected and should have been protected and should still be protected. But the way they just abruptly did this has created a scenario where even those people now are going to hate America, most likely, because of what we did and we left their family. We promised them things we didn't do. And that's dangerous, man. And now these people who haven't been paying attention to any of it are now calling for everybody to come here. Guys, it's concerning. And it's not left or right. It's not. black or white. It's not anything. It's not any of this shit, the anti this, the pro this, uh, the anti vaccine, like all this shit that they, they want us to fight about because they're distracting us from the bigger picture of things that are happening. And what's happening in my opinion is they're dismantling everything that makes America, America. And, and bro, you know, people don't really think about what could, and I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm saying that if we don't wake up right now and ask some very hard, critical questions without emotion, without your family could potentially suffer, your kids. You know what I'm saying? This oh, yeah. is not about saying, oh, I don't care about those people. I'm saying, dude, we got to care about our people first. And what happens when, what happens if some of these people do get in here and they start doing things that they do over in the Middle East where people go to, can't go to markets. They can't go to sporting events. They can't go to fucking concerts. You know why? Because they're afraid that it could get fuck, be an attack every time. Three weeks out from... from That's what I'm saying. But dude, this event. could become yeah. a regular part of our lives. And no one's even talking about it hardly at all. I see a lot of the veterans talking about it because they understand the culture there. And to be honest, I don't. I don't know everything. I don't know enough about this to truly know, but I, I'm, 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 I'm observing all of these things and, and the, all these pieces. And to me, it adds up to a very potentially dangerous situation of real safety. We're not talking about a virus that 99.7% of people survive and the average age of death is 78 years old, which is the natural life expectancy of a human being here in America. 
Right. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about whether or not you like that I wear a mask or not wear a mask. We're not talking about that. We're talking about real shit, real danger. Real evil. Real evil. And, and the potential for us to actually lose this country to another country. You know, one of the things that has made America so good is that its geographical location is hard to, to actually invade. But so how would you conquer a land like that? From the inside. And how would you do that? Open your borders. And turn everybody against each other over trivial things that don't actually matter. No one gives a fuck if you call it breastfeeding or chest feeding outside of the fucking less than 1% of the population who are trans. Who can't have kids anyway. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen, bro. Some of them can. But the point is, is that it's still only applicable to less than 1% of the population. And we're fucking having protests and, and social movements and this and that and arguing to death with these people. Bro. <clears throat> and and nobody understands like that other countries have real problems. They laugh at that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in the fact that we have a generation, we have two generations now that have been taught things in school that go along with this soft liberal weak agenda, yeah. weak agenda, yeah. okay, of character development to where it's no longer good to be a strong man. It's no longer good to be tough. It's good to cry and be sensitive and be vulnerable. And I'm not shitting on any of those things because they're all appropriate at certain times. But dude, we have to wake the fuck up, man. And it starts with, and I've recognized this for years. This is why I've written children's books. Okay. This is why I did the MFCEO project because people are not getting the education. And you guys say, well, what can you do? What can I do? What can I do? Well, what you can do is you can make your voice heard. I just asked a question and in fuck in fucking two seconds, I had a thousand responses on my Instagram. You are not alone. Right. They've had manipulated everybody into feeling like we're alone and we can't talk out because, and they've used technology to do so. There is bots. There are people that are paid agitators in real life and online. There are people that are paid to harass people into silence that are happening. And, and, and that gives the illusion that you're alone and you're an idiot and you shouldn't think the things you, you think. And we're, we're, we're having all these things turned against us to make us feel like we're alone when in reality, we're all concerned about the same things. They've made it pol- politically incorrect to even be concerned about those things. Right. Because now if I'm concerned about what I just expressed, you know, I don't care about people or I'm selfish or, or I'm a racist because yeah. I think that, th- dude, look, look, this, this show is called Real AF. That means realist. These are real. This is not an emotional assessment. This is a real assessment. And, and, and I know people here who have lived their whole life here do not understand that there is whole entire cultures of people that fucking hate you because of the freedom that we have. And the who, country that we, that yes, we were born in. Yes. Yeah. And dude, it's just, I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. And it seems like people are starting to, to wake up to it, but it's got me, it's got me concerned, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, it's a horrible fucking, it's a horrible fucking thing. And nobody disagrees with that. Nobody disagrees that it was handled wrong. But it's concerning that the first thing people want to do is, you know, well, fucking Trump was going to do this. You got to get a scapegoat. Listen, man, it yeah. doesn't fucking matter who was, who did what. Yep. Both these motherfuckers apparently did it fucking wrong. Right. 
Okay. And, 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 and dude, we're going to like, they want us to argue about how it should be done and not the solution to the problem. Not the actual situation itself. Yeah. And so dude, it's just extremely frustrating, bro. And I know a lot of people are, are struggling right now mentally. A lot of veterans are feeling like, you know, I talked to one woman, uh, who lost her husband and, and, you know, you know, fuck dude. I mean, how many people do we know that lost arms and legs? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? No, or lost their buddies or, or for me, that was, that was the biggest point. I put it out <laughs> on my story yesterday, but guys, if you, if you know, and like me personally, right? Like I, I didn't, I, I haven't been in Afghanistan. I don't know. I couldn't even fathom the things that, that, that they had to go through over there, but I know a lot of guys that did, you know, a lot of men and women that did. And so, you know, I think this is an important time if you have friends or family that 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 you know did serve over there and and put work in over there or lost and sacrificed over there, right? You need to be checking on those people for sure. They're dude. not well right now, you know. And and for me, like that's that's a tough thing, right? Because I feel like we're, a lot of people right now are in this like space of just what the fuck to do. Like yeah. I'm, I'm kind of helpless, right? And like I yeah. hate feeling like that. It's a terrible feeling, you know. And so, you know, if if it's something as simple as me just reaching out, like, hey man, just let you know I'm thinking of you. Yeah. That that shit goes a long way, you know. And so I, I encourage everybody to do that. If you have friends or family, check on those people, man, because they're hurting right now. Seeing all this, I mean, they're they're seeing the same shit. We're Understandably, seeing. yeah, bro, that's that's fucking terrible, bro. The whole thing is terrible from every fucking angle. Yeah, and and dude, it makes us as Americans look like shit. The shittiest people. The shittiest. Which only co- furthers their agenda. And by over the there. way, the just so you know, the government and the military just made us. Us, our entire country, look like a bunch of fucks. Yep. Enemy number one now. Yeah, yep. and it ain't. And, and those people who are looking at us saying that they're not saying, "Oh, dude, those those liberal Americans are okay because they're humanitarians." Yeah. And those right ones, they're not fucking saying that, guys. No. And so all your little trivial dip differences, if you want to call it chest feeding instead of fucking breastfeeding, if you even want to have that argument at all, which I don't think many of you even want to have, I personally think it's propaganda that's pushed through to distract the fuck out of us from what's really going on. But if you even want to have the argument, if you're a liberal person that listen to this show, um, if you're a right-wing person that listen to this show, you guys have to understand that if you can't put aside these differences right now, you won't even have the opportunity to debate it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And dude, I think that is the point. And you guys are asking me what to do. Bro, you have got to make your fucking voice heard. You've got to speak up. You've got to ask important questions. You've got to ask important questions of the people that you that are elected to represent you. You have to call them. You have to email them. You have to make their life difficult by basically uh, inundating them with, with what you believe. And until that happens, they are not going to stand up because they're afraid of the narrative just as much as everybody else. They don't want to be called racist. They don't want to be called misogynistic. They don't want to be called all these things. And like, dude, I'm going to be real. Just the fact that people would hold up because they don't want to be called names is weak as fuck. That's a fact. Some things are more important than that. You know? A lot of things are more important than that. Most things. <laughs> if sticks and stones will break my bones. We learned that when we're fucking three. And we have people who we elected to office that fucking are afraid of that. Like, dude, we need some motherfuckers to take a fucking stand that we've elected. And we need to force that upon them by letting them know how we actually feel. Which I don't think has happened very much. It's starting to happen more. We are having more people go to the school board meetings, go to the civic meetings, mm-hmm. uh, run for office and do these things. But guys, it's going to take all of us. It really is. And it's not going to take um, uh, all of us arguing over pronouns or fucking masks or no masks. It's going to take us understanding that this is our fucking country. 
We live here. We have kids and our kids that are going to live here for a lot longer than us, hopefully. And we have to do our duty to make this a safe and uh, productive, inclusive place to live for everybody peacefully. And if we argue about this shit, we're going to argue this shit so much that everybody else is going to come in and take our shit. And you guys have been brought to believe that we are immune to that sort of thing. The, the idea that America is this crazy, powerful fucking force that nobody can fuck with, you are seeing that dismantled in front of your face. And that is dangerous as fuck. And people better realize it if they want to be able to go live a life without having to look over their shoulder every place they go. So you guys need to put your trivial differences aside. You need to come together in your communities. You need to have conversations. You need to get uncomfortable you need to make your voice heard. You need to make sure your leaders hear your voices. And we need to attack these problems up front in our communities, the ones that I can handle, the ones that you can handle. My part in this, dude, I'm trying to spread this information out to you guys. We've got a huge audience here, a huge platform. I've used it for the last couple of years. I changed the format of my number one in the world show so that I could bring you this kind of format or this kind of information. You know, we used to just do business development and personal development where we talked about winning. Well, I realized a while ago that we can't have winning without fucking actual freedom. Right. And so we have to all do some things. And, and dude, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. But I mean, I'm guys, everybody's scared. This isn't comfortable for me to talk about. This hasn't been comfortable for me for, for the last two years. I've faced a ton of resistance. I've had a lot of people fucking be mad at me. And what? Right. It's necessary. You guys have to get over this shit, man. We're going to fucking lose everything. And, and, and you know, I know other people might have different opinions on this, but I'm nervous, bro. Like, for real. It's not bullshit. It's not fucking, it's not alarmist. Oh, my God. Five years from now. Well, dude, look, this could happen in fucking, this, in weeks. Weeks. In weeks. It's, it's, it, it's, and then, you know, but, but our, but, but, uh, anybody who, you know, questions the COVID narrative is a fucking terrorist here. That's our biggest terrorist threat. People who question the COVID negative or the narrative or the have religious holidays or still think Trump won the election. That's our biggest threat. And you guys fucking believe that nobody fucking believes that. Dude, we're getting fucking played, bro. I don't even, I don't even know what, like I could go on and on. This should probably be a full show, but I mean, I, I think all we can do is what I said we can do right now, you know, and we need, we need people to take action in their communities to fucking make shit happen. And it needs to happen right now or we are in deep shit period. So that's what I think about the whole thing. I, I could say way more and, and I know I don't know all the details and I wasn't there, <clears throat> but uh, that's how I'm seeing it. You know what I'm saying? It's real. So we definitely needed that. I mean, that was absolutely necessary. And I know we got to get into the Q and A's guys, but if you need to pause this podcast right now and rewind and start this over, you need to go listen to that probably two or three more times because there's a lot of very critical information that you probably missed. So I would encourage you to also go back and, and replay that. Um, but let's get into these questions, man. All right. I'll do my best, man. I, I'm, I I'm, uh, <laughs> listen, dude, I was crying on the way to work. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday, like, 
no, no bullshit. Like I was so angry and I only cry when I'm fucking mad, dude. Mm. And, and, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's try to do these questions though. Let's get them out. So this first question actually is kind of, uh, it's a little relative actually, I guess, depending on how you spin it. So you run businesses, right? You've been doing this for the last 23 years. Yeah. I just want to add too. uh, no one say, I am not saying at all that we shouldn't be doing things for these people who are fucking in super danger. Oh no, no. And I'm not saying that we should occupy their country for the next fucking thousand years either. But what I am saying is, and we should all be aware of this is that we've vetted the people who were supposed to be our friends over there. And a lot of those people t- were, were, were basically infiltrating our information system. Yeah. And if you talk to anybody who was on the ground in Afghanistan, bro, they'll tell you these motherfuckers knew what we were going to do every fucking time before mm-hmm. we fucking did it. Yeah. It was similar to, to the BLM protest that we saw here. Like they bro, 10 steps ahead of the It's cops. very similar to the Vietnam scenario. You know what I'm saying? We're, we, it's impossible to identify who the actual enemies are because they hide in plain sight. Yeah. And if, the, if it's impossible to tell over there, how the fuck are we going to tell here? Right. They're interrogating. So, so it's only a couple of million people yeah, there. We so, got hundreds so, of million So I don't want to hear no bullshit about, oh, you don't care about people or this or that. No, that's not it at all. Yeah. That's a cop out fucking response by somebody who's not educated on what's going on. Right. So, no, dude, you know, honestly, I mean, if you're cool with it, let's just, I mean, because I, I got some other points about the, the, the stuff going on right now in Afghanistan, bro. No, we'll talk about it on the full length. Let's do All let's right. do some uh, let's do some Q&A because I, I think it would be uh, more valuable to dedicate a whole show to that. How long have we been going? Oh, fuck. Damn. Well, let's do the Q&A's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. 28 <laughs> minutes in. I'm fucking rambling on. Uh, I just think it's important. You know, and no, dude, it's, it's critical. It's absolutely critical. All right. So first question. Um, so you run businesses, right? You've been running businesses for 23 years, mm-hmm. right? When you run businesses, how do you turn off? Like, how do you turn it off when you go home? Right? Like, how do you leave work at work and home at home? Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you do that? You know, what's funny. I think that so for me and my I just talked to my friend Bedros about this. Uh, Bedros Koulian, who who's a, a buddy of mine. Stud. Mo, yeah. Most of you guys know him. I mean, uh, he's doing amazing stuff uh, helping men. Uh, find themselves. Uh, well, not find themselves, create themselves, which mm-hmm. is actually what you do. But we were talking, him and I were both talking about this because we both struggle with this. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, Emily runs a lot of my things. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's in charge of the personal brand. Uh, she's also the COO of Arte. She's probably one of the baddest ass women fucking entrepreneurs on the fucking planet yeah. uh, that, that happens to not get the credit that she deserves because she's married to me. And, uh, you know, so for me, it's, it's a lot different because I live with my business partner. Right. Mm. And, and so we're always talking business. Well, one of my business partners, I have a a bunch, but, uh, you know, for us, it's easy because like, dude, it's just like how I am with, 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 with my brother or with Chris, like we might snap at each other and say, Hey, fuck you. And then 30 seconds later, it's like, Hey, well, what do you want to eat? You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like a, there's an understanding there. Like we understand which context of, and we don't take things personally. Now, sometimes we do. And, and that's with any business relationship, whether it be the, your wife or your brother or your best friend, which is happens to be the case for me. Um, so 
I think understanding, you know, not takes things personally is a big part of it. Uh, but what Pedro said that he does, and I like this idea too, and I, I agree, I never thought of it like this, but what he he imagines himself coming home is, uh, you know, he he imagines himself as he's he's coming home and he gets out of his car and he's walking into his house is like taking off his armor. Mm. Like I'm taking off my armor and I'm going into the house as a regular human, not as this battle-hardened fucking warrior that is quite frankly what you have to become mentally to, to be competitive in the business landscape and especially to become a successful entrepreneur like him. So uh, very successful. Mm. So, you you know, there's a number of ways to do it. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is that you have to remember uh, that there is a life to live. And the reason that you do these things is for your life. Right. Um, and some people make it their entire lives. I've made it my entire life. Um, but <clears throat> you know, I, I think that's an, I, I think it just depends, man, on who you are, what your personality is like. And, and, and I, the biggest piece of advice I can give is to not take shit personal, bro. You know, understand that your wife or your, your husband or whoever you're going home to, um, they don't, they don't know what the fuck you've been through all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think remembering that, and and to be honest, bro, I'm not the best at that. I'm everybody knows that that I'm 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 not. I, a, I struggle with that. Yeah. yeah. So like it it's it's a hard scenario. I think it's important just to remember that you know, <clears throat> a lot of the a lot of the things that you do on a daily basis as an entrepreneur are, are much more difficult than what the average human has to to uh, deal with in terms of. Um, mental stress, mm. right? Because you have the responsibility of not only yourself, but all kinds of your your employees and the people that work for you. And those pressures are heavy. It's a heavy fucking load to bear. Right. And um, I think that's why it's important to have someone that understands that in your household. Uh, but it's also important for you to explain those things and be vocal about them and, and sort of understand it. You know, I, I don't know, this answer probably confused people more than it did to help people, but the truth of the matter is I kind of like what Bedro said. I think that's appropriate for most people. I think, you know, you have to do something that sort of decompresses you uh, to to relax. Positively. Yeah, positively. I mean, don't yeah. go fucking dig your head in a bottle of Jack. Right? No, like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, yeah, that's a cop out, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. a cop out. That's weak shit. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, so, yeah, you know, let me know when you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Question number two. When and how did you and Chris decide it was time to hire your first employee? Like, who who was it? Are they still here? Like, do they still work for you? Like, what made that decision come about? Where like, okay, shit, is you, me, and Chris just can't do this. Like, I have to have well, some more okay. Help. So there's there's two answers to that because there's the first employee and then there's the first employee. All right. So we we ran a retail store, so we had to hire hourly help to help us right away. Sure. But that was, there was a, in the beginning, there wasn't very much discretion. That was just our good friends who, who we loved and trusted to not steal from us hmm. to come help us. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we didn't have, it, it wasn't like a, it, it was a job, right? But it wasn't like a key position. And so I want to answer this from the perspective of key position, because that's, what's going to help you. Our first key position employee that we hired uh, is still here. Mm. And that is Jason Kane. So Jason uh, came and dude, we, we weren't getting paid. Like we weren't getting paid. We were getting paid $695 a month at the time. And we had to pay him $45,000 a year. And that was, a, that was like paying someone a million dollars a year. Right. right so right. 
we had to decide, like, do we make this investment in this person, even though we're not getting paid so that we can grow the business? And it turned out to be the best fucking move we ever made. But the point of the matter of this question is we all have different timing of when that needs to happen. But what I want to get across here is that you have to come to terms with the idea, if you're a small one or two person operation, that you are going to need multiple people to help you. You can only get so far with just a few, you know, the founders, so to speak. Right. And a lot of people like to hang out in that zone because they're afraid if they hire someone, the person's going to steal from them or they're going to not do a good job or they're going to turn on them or they're going to be lazy or they're going to be this. Those are those are fears that come from your inexperience and then also your your ignorance in how to lead, how to mold, how to coach and how to build culture so that the people that you do bring in align to a set of values, not just your directions, okay? So that is why it's important for you guys now who only have one or two people in your shop or maybe five or six that you start developing your systems, your your core values, your culture direction, and your leadership and management skills and practice them every single day and go through. And you have to understand like, you know, these little things like you do that think don't, people think don't matter. Oh, you know, I hear this a lot. Oh man, I'm having a meeting with my team. It's only two people. Well, fuck bro. That's a fucking team. That's how it was with me too, man. Like most of our business plan was designed on a fucking back of a pickup truck, you know, where we're sitting there having a beer talking about how we're going to do this and this and this. And then we ride it out on a, Dude, one time me and Jason and Chris went to Lake of the Ozarks and and we brought a whiteboard that was like this big and drew out our whole fucking 20-year business plan. And that's the plan we're living in today still. You know what I'm saying? We got a bunch of beer. We like we drew it out and that's how we did it. And yeah. so I think a lot of people uh, hesitate to bring people in because they're afraid of what they don't know when it comes to term of how to lead. But the good thing is, is that it's easier to become a good leader now than there than it ever has been because there's so many good leaders out there that are teaching how to lead. Right. Right. Like back in the day, whenever uh, before the internet and social media, there wasn't all these personalities out there showing you the game plan, showing you how to how to execute, showing you how to get better. There was a few books. Yeah. Right. Like you could read about Vince Lombardi, and then you would have. But like now, you're able to actually learn techniques from people, and so you know, taking advantage of those tools and doing all these things will help bring the fear to a place that it's manageable for you as an, as an, uh, uh, a founder. Okay. Who's wanting to hire and build a team. Uh, it brings the fear down to a place where you can actually do it effectively. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, so the biggest hangup for young entrepreneurs isn't, it, it, it's not that, you know, when do I hire someone? If you're already to a point where you're asking yourself, do I need someone? You probably do. Here's the one thing I would get. I would always operate your business on an as-needed basis. Some of these people who run businesses, they think that like it's about having a fancy office or having a, a, a title or a name on your door. And every single one of those guys has to peel that name back off the door because they end up going out of business. Mm. Okay. It isn't about the glory. It's not about having the big office. It's not about putting your feet on the desk. It's not about the title. It's not about walking around saying you're the fucking owner. You're the CEO. It's about serving. And if you can effectively serve your employees, your key people that you bring in and empower them to do their job, you will be 
surprised and thrilled at how well they step up because most people as humans want to be a part of a winning team. They want to contribute. They want to provide value yeah. just like you, bro. Yeah. Like when you, when you first started here, you know, you asked me like a hundred times, how can I provide value? I say, yeah. well, you can start doing this for the show. You can do this for the show. You can do this for the show. And guess what? You did it. And now you're sitting here on the fucking show. Right. That's how it works. So uh, I know that's a lot to absorb, but there's a lot to this question. The main thing is sure. fear. The fear that you have about bringing in other people is, is really just a reflection of your lack of skills and understanding of how to do it the right way. So I would pour into your skills and understanding of how to do it the right way so that you feel more comfortable so that you can expand because guys, you can't, you can only get so far with just you. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, and I'll <clears throat> side note on that, dude, I, I appreciate you investing in me because I mean, that's what it is, right? It's an investment. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Well, bro, it's not, it's not just because I like you. Like you have a family. You've got a child. You know what I'm saying? You're you're a young man. You know, people don't realize you're 26 years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to make sure that when you're 46, that you are good, that Ryan is good. You know what I'm saying? That your family is good, that Alex is, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Like that matters to me. And it matters to me for all of these people. And that's what good leadership is. And I'm, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'm the best leader because I got my faults too. But if you don't invest in people like that, well, here, I'll say it this way. If you do invest in people like that, they'll reinvest back in you. So, fire. All right, cool. Last question, number three. <clears throat> All right, so I'm three years in my entrepreneur journey and my significant other isn't really supporting me as I hoped, okay? Mm -hmm. Very nonchalant, right? Like with my ambitions and my goals, We've been together for six years. We're not married. What would you do if you were me? How do you handle that situation? Look, man, um, I'm just going to be real, like, because I have to be here. Uh, if you live in a household with someone who is not on board with what you're doing, you have two options. You either have to get that. Well, you have three. You either have to get them on board with what you're doing by communicating. Um, you, 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 however that you decide to do that. Okay. Meaning having conversation, Hey, I need you to help me here. Hey, I'm this, that, the other, um, usually in, in that scenario, uh, what, ha what we come to realize is, is that, well, not usually, but sometimes we come to realize that those people don't want the same life that you want. Mm. Right. There's a lot of people out there that are totally happy with a regular life, meaning, you know, a, a middle-class job, which are harder and harder to find by the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, coming home at five o'clock, 430, uh, doing the, the regular life. Okay. That's not entrepreneurship. It's never going to be. And it's hard for people to understand that. So you, you, you could try to communicate what you need, which is the first step you should do. Um, the second option that you have is, uh, you can exit that relationship. And, and I can tell you this, um, you cannot succeed in business with a relationship that's holding you back at home. It's impossible. Mm. It's impossible. You won't do it. And you can fight as hard as you want, but the problem is you're fighting two fronts now. Just like if you were a country and you're fighting one battle, which in, as in this case, you'd be a person, you're going out and fighting the career battle. Now you're fighting the family battle too, mm. which means your resources are depleted. So if you're fighting both these battles and you're going up against someone who has this person actually supporting them, you're at a huge disadvantage, ta you know, tactically. Yeah, so yeah. that's, so your first option is communicate, get them on board. Second option is uh, get rid of them, right? Um, 
third option his, stay with them and never get where you want to go. Mm, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's a hard it's a hard decision to make, bro. But I'm telling you right now. Um and, and by the way, let me help you with this. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. They probably just want different things than you. And that doesn't okay. mean something. That is okay. That's cool. And 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 we we live in this culture where when people break up, they hate each other and they fucking, you know, oh, that person's a piece of shit. You know what? Uh it's a pretty mature adult thing to realize, hey, we we don't we aren't going the same direction. Right. So let's let's go our own directions and support each other from afar. Especially when you start adding other shit in there. Kids, Correct. oh bro. Houses, cars, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, you know, you have to real you have to evaluate that and ask important questions to yourself and the person that you're with, you know. And a lot of people will just say, Oh, fucking leave them. You don't have sometimes people just don't understand what they're doing. You know, sometimes they don't understand that they're not supporting. You know what I mean? And right, and people right. are such shitty communicators that, you know, you this person whoever asks this question, maybe they're not communicating any of it, and maybe they're just keeping everything inside and and you're still expecting yeah. this shit to happen. It doesn't make like, sense. Yeah. Guys, you have to communicate and be real. And so um those are the three options you have with that situation. Um but I can tell you this too, and, and this is this should be a positive thing. When you have someone uh, in your life that supports you in that way, it, it, it's a very powerful tool. It's an advantage instead of a disadvantage. So uh, that's going to help push you forward, get better, and get get where you want to be faster. So, you know. When tying it into the first question too, it makes it easier when you do have to go home then, right? And you yeah. can leave work at work and you yeah. still got, yeah. 100%, I mean, dude. Full circle there. Yeah. So, so is that it? Is that three? That's three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still, I don't feel like that was my best show, but no, I, 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 I thought it was fire. It was yeah. Great questions, man. Well, great questions, great answers. I'm 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 disturbed on the inside just like everybody else right now. So, you know. Uh anyway. Tell them where they can ask the questions Guys, again. again. If you have any questions, please send them in to uh email them in to ask Andy at andyfacella.com and we will review those questions. Um and as always, guys, we really do appreciate the questions that we get from you guys. Yeah. There's thousands of them. They're awesome. So keep sending those in. We appreciate them. Yeah, guys. And also, I'd like to say, you know, um, you know, go back and listen to the beginning of the show and really think about it, man. Your your neighbor is not your enemy. Your neighbor is not your enemy. You have been manipulated into thinking that person that lives across the street from you who's a little bit different than you is your fucking enemy. That is not true. So we need to start communicating. We need to start understanding that we have to come together or we are going to be torn apart in ways that are very dangerous, not just in political ways where we say, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. I'll take a society of, hey, fuck you all day. Right. We can do that all day. But right now we need to put all that shit aside so that we can handle what's happening here and say, fuck them. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you're having trouble with these situations or what's going on in the world, the best advice I can give you right now is to focus on what you can do right in front of you. That's what we need as a collective effort. And that's what you need mentally. You need to eat right. You need to exercise right. If you start taking control of your of your life and your body, you will feel more inner peace and it will help you deal with these circumstances. You know, this has been an extremely stressful time, extremely hard two years, a uh, year and a half for everybody. Okay, no matter where you are, what you think or what your opinion is of what's going on, it's been hard as fuck. And one of the things that I can tell you has gotten me through and allowed me to wake up every day and continue moving forward is that I have been able to control my controllables. I have been able, I told you guys when this started, 
that I was going to make this the time that I look back on my life and say, that's where I improved the most. So far, I've done that. Now, some days are harder than others. But I can tell you that one of the reasons I haven't gone off the motherfucking deep end this whole time is because I'm controlling what I can control. And so I would like to share that idea with you. If you're lost, if you're overwhelmed, if it feels like it's too much, guys, you got to suck it together and fucking control your diet, control your exercise, make sure you're getting sunshine, make sure you're getting fresh air, make sure you're putting the right shit into your brain. Okay, these things fucking matter. And it's going to make your life a lot easier and a lot more manageable, um, even though it feels like the counterproductive thing to do, right? Everybody likes to go uh, and say, oh man, everything's fucked up. I'm just going to fuck, fuck it. I'm going to do this. That's the last thing you, you should be doing because it's just going to put you worse and worse and worse and worse. And we have external circumstances that are already doing that for us right now. Think about it, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. From sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot. Case closed. Close.